What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Switch It Up Podcast, Season 4, Episode 3. My name is Tyler Samsel, joined as always by my co-host, Colby. Colby, how are you doing this fine evening? I'm a little behind the eight ball because uh, earlier today, the, the one thing that puts the most fear in me as a man, uh, once <laughs> again, graced the presence of the internet. And I just, I can't. Whenever Terminal Montage drops a new video, like my brain just melts immediately and it takes me an entire day to recover. So getting through this podcast recording is going to be, it's a battle, but I'm here for it. I love the grind. And speaking of grind, um, <laughs> newest game, of uh, been playing uh, playing games, Tyler. You know, with me, you never really know if, how, if I'm playing new games or what I'm really up to. Well, I've been gaming because I have no choice but to game to get through this game. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, uh, far from a short AAA experience, uh, just gutting my way through it. I feel like I'm putting every spare second I have into this game, and I'm still so far from beating it. But nonetheless, I'm having a good time with it so far. I'm sure we'll get into it. But yeah, that's that's what I'm up to. Nothing really too exciting, Tyler. Uh, newest and latest guest on the Unlockables podcast, Monster Hunter Professional, uh, Dr. Hunt. How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm I'm doing all right, thanks. Uh, just just counting the di- Jesus. Why have you put that image in my head? PhD in monster in Monster Hunter. You might have one. Hunter man. Hunter MD. That's right. Uh, but I- I'm doing good. I'm just counting the days until I go back to school. Uh, now that my internship is done and I don't have too many uh, responsibilities these days, I'm just. You know, aside from taking my little brother to work every now and then, I'm just kind of gaming. Uh, I'm still playing Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, uh, slowly creeping up, slowly correcting the error that I made in their previous episode where I said it was my most played game, uh, when in actuality, Animal Crossing had a beat by 30 hours, but that gap is slowly decreasing. Uh, not slowly, rapidly decreasing. Slowly is not the word I use. <laughs> yeah, it will soon be surpassed by uh, Sunbreak. Uh, Unreal. But yeah, if you want to hear me talk more and gush about Monster Hunter uh, in general and Sunbreak specifically, definitely go check out that Unlockables episode. Uh, Eric, bless his heart, he's great. I, I had a fantastic time being on there it'll be uh, and talking Monster Hunter. It, I, I was about to say, it'll be down in the description. And uh, yeah, show him some love. He's He's been a very big inspiration for uh, us this season. But, uh, Colby, let, let's, back, let's backpedal a little bit because you... A working man with many responsibilities That's right. uh, has, Humble you know, I, I did tout you as the, the brains of the podcast many times. Not true. Uh, but, you know. I'm not Dr. I feel I'm like, not a doctor or anything. <laughs> well, you, maybe you will when, by the time you're done with this game, considering all the time you need to put into it. You might not have a choice. You, you've picked up a little game by Monolith Soft for the Nintendo Switch called Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and... In our text messages, I've, I've gotten some mixed messaging on this game from you. From, you know, you're completely hooked on the game and you love it a lot to you're just dreading continuing to play because of how much time you're going to have to sink into it. But you also must love it to, you know, a certain degree because you've changed your Switch profile to one of the characters. So, okay, please, let, let me please get out enlighten ahead. us. Let me get out ahead of that one. So, <laughs> Mifa, if you're listening, turn it off right about now. This is... <laughs> This I was not. My platinum points were like you. Have, you have points to redeem. So I'm like, okay, let me hop on there and redeem them. And 
Xenoblade Chronicles 3 had these character icons. I'd never bought them before. So I bought unis, and I just expect it to be like in the avatar menu where you go to change normally. It was not. I had to customize it myself, and then I hit it, and it just automatically switched. And I was like, wait, I'm not sure if I wanted to do that. It kind of it kind of feels wrong. So, <laughs> you know, right after, right after we're done hitting um, stop recording, I might sprint to my room and change it back because... I, I just feel gross right now, not having it be me though, <laughs> with the light blue background. But you, anyway. you don't have the connection with this new character yet. No, I I like her a lot. It's just like I've had Mifa's been mine for since I got the Switch. It's been for like four mm. years, so it just feels yeah feels a little off putting, feel uncomfortable. But I regardless, see, I see. yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles three. Um, short short experience, quick game. Um. Not very in depth. Uh-huh. Those are the words that yeah. you would use to describe if it was opposite day. But <laughs> yeah, mixed messaging. Listen, I love this game. I I think when I beat it in four years, it might crack like the, the top ten of my all time oh, games. Okay. I, I, I'm I'm really in on it. Like I look forward to playing it because uh, whatever free time I can put into it. But the problem is the free time I can put into it is just not enough at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been. The 90-hour number was really alarming when IGN and Nintendo Life put that out together. Since then, it's come down a little bit to, like, mid-50s, low-60s, which is much more manageable, for the record. Because I was at, like, level 20, and I'm, like, nine hours in. I'm like, there's no way I have 81 hours left. I will be level 100 at the final boss. That doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, I'm loving I'm loving the experience. It just takes a while. <laughs> The cutscene, the movie is 19 hours. Have you ever heard of a movie being 19 hours long? Uh, no, no, I haven't. No. But I've heard of cutscene movies being quite long, but that that's a lot. That's 19 a, hours? 19 hours. Holy shit. That's what You're I in said. for the long haul, pal. I, I have no choice, that's what I'm saying. But I, I'm love. I'm digging the game, the combat system, like, as as like unique and, like, how uninterested I thought I would be in it, I'm very into uh, the characters I'm really into, like Noah, I I don't know why I'm so drawn to that character, but I just I love him. He's just a good guy. I, I just like rooting for good people. Mm-hmm. He's a good dude. The everything about it just clicks right now. It's just gonna take me a while to beat. So I'm taking notes on it for the show. I'm talking about other people with it. I'm listening to the music. It just absolutely slapping, as the kids <laughs> put it. <laughs> just knee knee slapping, head bobbing, toes tapping. But yeah, Zimbabwe Chronicles three. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to talk about it on this show when I beat it, beat the main story. I'm not going to say when I can finish it to completion because I might have a wife and kids by then. <laughs> I see. Uh, I was going to ask you about the music, actually, because I'm in need of some some battle tracks for my, uh, my D&D campaign. So I was going to ask if you had any recommenda- recommendations from, from your new... Uh, your new passion project the one, of a game. The one on Twitter I definitely would recommend. That that one is that one's just egregiously good. Of course, of course. I haven't I mean I'm not that far into it, so I'm assuming that, you know, the choir's only gonna get louder when I uh-huh. when I keep going, and I'm looking forward to that much, but Yeah, that, that, that that's all I got right now in Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I've, I've only played it for nine hours, so I don't have that much else to offer and I don't really want to spoil it. I was about to say, no spoilers, zero details from the Colbster. That's right. Just that it's good and go get it, right? If you, yeah, if you uh, have the time, definitely. If it's good and go get it. 
If you if you're not working a full time job, then sure, pick it up. But if you are, maybe maybe wait a little bit. Yeah, that you know you know what I've you know what I've realized, Tyler, just how What's much that? how much time we had in high school, like just how yeah, much free say. time we had, even like early college, just like how much free time we actually had, because mm-hmm. it's just gone. Yeah. And yes, it is. Unfortunately, Xenoblade's just a victim of that. Yeah. I would say the no, same I... for you, Monster Hunter, <laughs> but you will always find time to hunt. Well, I mean, now that the internship is over, I have plenty of time to hunt. You know, I don't need to go outside. I don't have like. I don't have friends that are around my hometown right now. I don't. I don't. I things. don't either. I don't have friends. Period. Here, but I don't. Like, I, I. I still don't have time to to save the to save the Kevis and Agnes. I have no time to do it. I guess I'll take. I guess I'll. I guess I'll just keep this train rolling, huh? With Mario yeah, Kart. Yeah. yeah, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, Tyler's favorite game, his most played <laughs> game, the game he loves no. most. Um, no, absolutely it, not. The the second booster pass came out. Uh, a little bit ago at by, at this point, but regardless, we didn't talk about it because we were talking about Fire Emblem and Pokemon last episode, so finally have some time to talk about it today. Alright, Wave 2, we're starting with the Turnip Cup. Uh, we have four, four tracks here, of course, all from previous uh, titles in the series. New York Minute from Mario Kart Tour, Mario Circuit 3, which is like in every game ever. Yeah. Uh, SNES Classic, uh, Calamari Desert from the N64. That's one with the train that comes around, just the tr- tra- tracks flip and the train comes at you. It's a pretty cool one, and of course, a-, a fan favorite and what I think might be the most creative and innovative track in Mario Kart history, uh, the pinball, Waluigi pinball, Waluigi pinball, yeah, from the DS. And I am fan here, favorite. To conf- and I am here to confirm it is just as wild as it was back then might be even more wild i got absolutely obliterated by pinballs today playing (laughs) playing playing as my sister it was brutal a lot of fun though just very pretty to look at too might have also upgraded some graphics and textures because the game just looks so much better for some reason not sure why but all right that was the turn up cup propeller cup was the second of the two dlc uh, cups that were added starting with sydney sprint from Mario Kart Tour. Tour is getting a lot of tracks in this game. Not sure mm-hmm. I feel about it. Uh, comfortably the worst track of the DLC right here. Uh, Snowland from the Game Boy Advance. Uh, shout out oh, to... Oh, right. Yeah. Shout, shout out Homelander throwing penguins off the edge on, <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, that's your, fa- that's Street... your favorite thing ever. Like, you oh my posted God, that dude. like three times now. It's just so funny. I don't know why it's so funny. The boys <laughs> even retweet. The boys Twitter retweeted it. That's how you know it's good. But mm-hmm. we go from a not so fan favorite to a fan favorite with Mushroom Gorge from the Wii. Oh yeah, that's I. That's good shit. I would have loved if they would have you know went one one track, one more track in that Mushroom Cup and just added Toad's Factory. Love that song, love that track. But and then a brand new track, like not from a previous oh. game, just brand new from Arcade okay. Deluxe. It's called Sky High Sunday. It's just a giant ice cream sundae. You're just driving on these ice cream sundaes. You don't. The tires are com- inverted the entire time, so you're basically gliding instead okay. of actually driving on the course. It's really cool. I like it. It's innovative. But yeah, those are the eight tracks. Here to confirm, 
they're all pretty good. I, I like the DLC so far. It's been safe, it's been comfortable. A new track, a brand new track is pretty cool to see. Uh, but that's basically the only thing keeping me coming back to that game. Because my sister wants to play me in it and I just absolutely run her shit, so... I never go easy on the on the next generation. Gotta I, no, I gotta get them ready. <laughs> it's my job as Mario Kart Elder. Yeah, uh, no amount of Mario Kart Wii tracks will ever bring me back to that game, unfortunately. So that that's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Uh, there's new tracks, new fun to be had for all the gamers and gamets out there. Gamets, I can't believe it. Uh, well, I mean, hey, how many more of them are there going to be? There was a lot of them, right? We're, we're not even halfway there's, done, are we? No, not even close, I don't think. I think there's like four cups left, or six cups. There's six cups left. Jesus, so this that's game. What, that's what, 24 or more tracks? Six times four, 24, yeah. They're never going to be fucking done with this game. I feel like it's 48, actually. You might have a lot more tracks to go, so I don't know. I forget, but regardless, they're taking their time, their sweet time, releasing them all. Because I feel like the last wave was forever ago. Yeah, it, it feels like it. I don't know. I'm. You don't care. My, my con- <laughs> One, I don't care, and two, my sense of time for these sorts of things is very skewed, so I, I don't really remember when the last one came out. Uh Anyway, that's Mario Kart. That's Mario Kart. Who who cares about Mario Kart? Nobody. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't know what's gotten into me this episode. Yeah, God, hating. Hating has gotten into you. Hating. Well, you feel free to hate on my stuff, because now we're in my territory. Uh, we're going to start with Pokemon Masters, because uh, some stuff came out for that. Uh, we're in the second part of the Hoenn villain arc. Uh, where, you know, Archie and Maxie get tricked by Team Magma to have their legendary dinosaurs fight each other and almost destroy the world again. You think they'd pick up on that by now? Yeah, I don't... It's pretty... It's. Th- I will say this part of the story is honestly pretty dumb because they're just retelling the story of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. They're like, oh, a meteor has randomly appeared above Passio, just like an Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And now someone has to ride wink. on Omega Rayquaza to go and destroy it. Wink, wink. And they don't even show it in any cutscene or anything. They yeah, might it, as well just play the Pokemon. What was it? The um, the Generations episode. Yeah, they, they might as well play the Gen. What was this? What was the one that we reviewed on the show? Generations and. Uh, oh God. What was it called? Journey? Evolutions. Evolutions. Yeah, they might as well play the Evolutions episode. Yeah, the Evolutions one. It was Zinnia was the one who uh, destroyed the meteor this time, so she kind of did redeem herself in her arc, where you know she could not do it in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and the protagonist had to pick up the slack. But this time, she was able to do it. So is the protagonist like not around in this storyline? Oh no, the protagonists are around. Uh, Brendan has Latios uh, in his newest. They his newest alt. They gave him Latios, and then May has her Blaziken. So uh, they're fighting. They're trying to fight off Groudon and Kyogre, who are going crazy with Courtney and Matt, the uh, Magma and Aqua admins, being sort of corrupted by uh, the sort of power of the Super Ancient Pokemon, and they're putting them on a rampage. But they're doing that, and then Deoxys shows up out of nowhere and is fucking with Steven. Uh, and Steven's like, I gotta catch this thing. So he catches it, and he's the new Sync Parrot. Steven and Deoxys. It's not a rock uh, Pokemon. What's he doing? I mean, he... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's This is Steven's, I think, fourth... All, like, this is the fourth Steven that they've put in this game. 
Oh yeah, uh, I love Stevo. And you know, another psychic type Pokemon. People aren't super jazzed about it, especially because he is now probably the best unit in the game. Are you jazzed about it, Tyler? Uh, the, be, for the fact that I summoned him, yeah, I'm pretty jazzed about it. He's <laughs> he's great. Uh, he has all these different like he can change into four different forms to form like different functions. Like one of them, you know, you know, attack, defense, speed, and uh, regular form. Uh, and they all serve different purposes. Like the regular form can set psychic terrain. Uh, the attacking form can uh, hit all. It just has a huge attack stat, obviously. It can hit all of the opposing sync pairs with its sync move, despite not being a striker sync pair. Uh, and not even, e, not even EX, you can do that AOE, uh, which normally you can't do with a, a sync move like that. Uh, defense form, you can give buffs to your teammates, which is turns them into a support, essentially. And his speed uh, form, again, just gives him a lot of speed, but also can raise evasiveness and can uh, quicken the sync uh, countdown timer. So he's kind of he nuts. Can, he, he, can, he can just fiddle. He can fit a lot of roles on a lot of teams. It, it's true. He he really is just a jack-of-all-trades. Uh, Deoxys is pretty cool, though. I, they don't do enough with him. Yeah, no, Deoxys is great. I did like... So, Steve, I, I do like how, you know, through all of the alts that these characters get like steven there's like anniversary steven there was summer steven there's base steven and now there's uh signasuit steven uh and he used all of his pokemon like he used his metagross his shiny rayquaza and his sand slash to fight team. deoxys so kind of a cool team interesting oh that they put that in there throwing a sand slash do something val like yeah there you sand, go set up sandstorm get some damage uh, well, it was a lowland sand slash, so it's steel uh, ice. So it's the oh, okay. oh ice god, one. even set up a blizzard, do, do yeah, a uh, snowstorm. <laughs> yeah, hail. <laughs> he doesn't like that. But, but yeah, story was kind of you know they just retread old ground. They're not really doing anything new per se. You know there are some smaller things like you know Zinnia sort of being the one to save the day, even though we it happens off screen and we don't get to see it. Sick. Uh, it's interesting, and Team Aqua and Magmar are actually like pretty amiable in in this universe like they're like yeah we'll stop we'll call a truce we'll we'll, we'll help you guys defend pasio we're sorry about all this they're more anti-heroes than villains they're just idiots like <laughs> a, di a different a different breed of hero there's your hero a villain an anti-hero and the idiots these guys are idiots yeah it seems like archie and maxi themselves are like yeah our goals are kind of stupid in hindsight we'll just help you guys out now so if only it was that easy in the game, like a five-hour yeah, right. game. Would have been uh, much easier. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's Masters. Uh, the three-year anniversary is coming up, so we're going to get a lot of new stuff coming down the pipeline. Uh, but, yeah, that's the, that's the Hoenn villain arc for now. Uh, for now. Sunbreak. Yeah. Uh, on to Monster Hunter. Honestly, not too much to talk about. Uh, Wasn't there an update? There was an update, yes. Uh, there was Title Update 1, which... Uh, they basically shadow dropped like they put out the announcement like hey here's the monster hunter uh you know digital event where we'll talk about the update and they're like haha it releases tomorrow get ready uh except it didn't even release tomorrow it released that day it released I, like a few hours later i have a question just yeah so you keep saying monster hunter rise sunbreak is sunbreak an entirely separate game within the game so because even, even on Unlockables, you guys kept talking about Sunbreak. I'm like, I thought this game was called Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, 
for a lot of Monster Hunter games, they are separated into rank. So there's low rank, and then there's high rank. And usually the base game stops at high rank. But a lot of games have like an extra expansion that's added onto them later where they add a master rank or G rank as it was called before. So this is, so Sunbreak is Rise's uh, master rank expansion. And it basically does add sort of a new game onto it because it adds a whole new story. You basically have to start over from the armor sort of side of things. So you have to, it is a pseudo reset of your, of your character because, you know, even the highest level armor that you had in high rank is outclassed pretty much by all the new master rank armor. So you kind of get a pseudo reset and you have to build yourself back up to the pinnacle of strength uh, that you were at before. So it's kind of like a new game, uh, you know, in the fact that it has like their, uh, like a new name. In World, there was Iceborne. Uh, Iceborne was the expansion. So people call it Monster Hunter World Iceborne or just Monster Hunter Iceborne. In ways, it does feel like a separate game, but it is still tacked on technically to the base game. So if you hear me say Rise or Sunbreak interchangeably now, that's that's why. But And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Dr. Hunt. <laughs> I don't think I put that as eloquently as many others would probably put it, but that is, that's my best shot. Well, so. that, I get the picture. You guys have called it Sunbreak, so I'm like, is Sunbreak like entirely, is this just like the biggest DLC of all time? They are pretty substantial, these DLCs for Monster Hunter. So, uh, And they're still coming. But for this title update, they added four new monsters, uh, which is a lot. Uh, they added... They're they all variants uh, of... Well, not, I know what a variant is now. You guys put it very plainly. I'm like, I get it. Uh, we said don't worry about the difference, but the difference is variants are basically monsters that were born a regular monster but something in their environment forced them to change so any individual in that species could become a a variant uh a subspecies or rare species are monsters that uh like there there was a genetic change like natural selection essentially where the monster evolved over time to suit a new environment, and that is what makes them different from their base uh, counterparts. So they serve the same function, where it's just like, here's a monster with a different sort of gimmick to it, or sort of a new swing, but there are some subcategories. But they added uh, Seething Basil Geese, uh, Lucent Narcacuga, uh, Gold, Rathi- Gold Rathian, and Silver Rathalos. Those are the four that they added. Uh, they added a new arena map called the Forlorn Arena, which is a returning map from a previous Monster Hunter is that, game. Is that Rathalos from Smash Brothers? Uh, yes, R- Rathalos. You you the have one, seen because you played the one, Smash the Brothers. one that hails from Smash Brothers. Uh, yes, that is not the Silver Rathalos, but that is Base Rathalos. Oh, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to see he got put in another game. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they took the Rathalos from Smash and put him into another game. Awesome. He really he really deserves it. His boss fight. I think great. so too. Him getting <laughs> drubbed up by Sephiroth in the first stage of his boss rush didn't didn't feel right. So I'm glad he got into this expansion. Right, right. Very cool, but, Capcom. Very cool. Yeah, well done, Capcom. But <laughs> God fucking damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they added the they added a new sort of end game crafting system. Uh, some new anomaly quests where there you basically just go out and fight. Uh, beefed up versions of regular monsters uh they have more health they do more damage 
they're just that's the end game you they everything one everything one shots you uh but that's the end game of this game but they added new uh, crafting mechanics to sort of uh you know increase the uh, size of the end game so you can augment your weapons with additional skills and stats uh so confusingly for the weapons you get to choose what you want to put on them you know when you when you get these new materials you get to choose what aspects you want on your weapon for armor though it's random so you have to gamble and it is and from what i've seen it sucks (laughs) just we already have a system in the game where you have to just gamble on these talismans that have random skills, random like gem slots they're called. It doesn't sound very rewarding. I don't like it cuz it's <laughs> like you like you don't need the perfect god talisman to make an effective build, but like it's why nice. don't you just why don't you just let us like choose or like grind to put skills on it instead of having it be random? And now they're putting it on this armor thing. It's like come on, man. Like Why'd you have to do this? You're just. It definitely looks like they're just padding out the end game by ma- forcing you to re-roll on this armor for the exact things that you want or slash need on it for your builds. But honestly, it is an optional system. It's not like you need to do it to be good at like you know in the end game. So I can't be I mean, too mo- mad. Most at- most, pe- most people who play this DLC are trying to get all that stuff. That's true. I just, I don't know. I don't like the RNG, like, slot machines that they put into these games. It's just tedious, and it's always frustrating when you, you know, go through ten quests to get all of your talisman melding done, and then you get nothing good from it, and then you have to just restart the process again. I don't know. I I just think it'd be much better if you could, you know, just have it locked behind grinding quests like you normally do, but, you know, that's just, that's just me. But... I haven't even really delved into it too much because I've been too busy fighting these other uh, monsters that they've added. But yeah, that that's the gist of the the title update. Uh, next title update, we're gonna be seeing some more new monsters. Uh, who I don't know if they'll add four again, like they added in this one. Is that uh, a lot? Four is a lot for a single title update. Uh, there are some title updates back in the world that just that just was one monster and that's it. But like this title update is one of the biggest in monster hunter history like there's just so much stuff in it they're so, gonna, they're just gonna up there's gonna pull the stuff in it then just go away forever and never update the game again <laughs> i i think there's only like three more major ones and then the rest are going to be minor into 2023 but who knows uh but so far i'm having a blast the new monsters are great uh the new weapons the new skills give a lot of new um you know potential to a lot of new weapons and uh, you know, it's it's just more Monster Hunter, so you can't really be mad about that. So no. Uh, weekly reminder to go buy Monster Hunter. It's a great game. I'll help you grind up. Uh, it'll be a blast. So, <laughs> so now that we're done with all of that, it's time to get onto the meat, the the meat and potatoes of this episode.
the day after <laughs> the day after the Monster Hunter Digital event, uh, it was announced that we'd be getting a Splatoon 3 Direct. 30 minutes of information regarding this new game coming out on September 10th. And it's too close. It's a month away. Un <laughs> unlike Monster Hunter Rise, this is a game that Colby actually <laughs> wants to get and that we can actually talk about. So, you know, your your boy your boys are gonna be hitting the turf wars. Uh, oh my together. god, we're gonna tear shit up. Don't don't even show Do up. We're we're gonna win. <laughs> don't don't even step to the bow, boys. We're gonna be don't don't it e up. do not even don't even when you see our when you see uh, Colby Tire online just play something just else. just DC immediately. But yeah, yeah no, play salt. Play the story mode. <laughs> play single player. Uh, <laughs> in order for us to, you know, be ready for this, though, we had to absorb all this information. Also, uh, my little brother has also is also planning to get the game, so we might be a trio instead of a duo. Okay. Oh uh, my god! Hit. Yeah, don't even don't even show up. <laughs> don't even show Already up. game over. It's game but, over. We had to read the Squid uh, Research Report. The Squid Research Report. Yeah, they they had a very passionate voice actor for this. For oh, this well, she was by the she way. was great. She was fantastic. She was having a lot of fun at seeing. Oh like, yeah. So I, I liked the energy. But Splatoon is like uh, the only video game franchise that they actually have fun making the games. It looks like. It certainly seems like it. Like the direct, like the people, even back when they did like E three presentations with that one, that one doing the lab coat and glasses. Oh my god, uh, that's my favorite picture amazing. of all time. Him doing like the bowing with the pointing. Doing it's the, so, yeah, it's so great. This is really good. But uh, I wrote down notes during the entire uh, thing. I watched I didn't, it, so I'll be able to reference. This won't be a, I was about to say, this won't be a play-by-play, -play, since a lot of the stuff is just returning stuff from Splatoon 2. Uh, or it seemed like a lot of it... Not a lot of it. Some of it was just getting people up to speed with what Splatoon as a concept is. So yeah. if you want to talk on any things like that, we can talk about it. But I'll just go through my notes that I wrote down and... Uh, We'll just go we'll through go from it. there. Yeah, it's fine with me. All right. So, first thing that stuck out to me was they're adding a new weapon type uh, to the game called a splatana. So basically, a katana sort of uh, weapon, which is cool. We already had like the paintbrush, which is more of like a melee focus, like up close and personal build. This seems to be like you can swipe it, and it sort of throws out like these um, ink so slashes, it's, like it's a windshield slashes. wiper. It is a win. Wiper. I love that concept. That's so creative. Having the windshield wiper be your katana. It's so cool. I like that too. That probably also explains like how it's able to shoot projectiles, basically. Yeah, but you fling these like ink blades. I think you can do like horizontal and vertical ones. Charging uh, you, ones. You can charge them up. Yep. Yeah, it it looks really cool. I I'd be happy. It seems like you have a lot of movement as well, so I'd be happy. I I'm interested to see how that works because certainly you'll be trading off area control for damage. I assume with that. But it looks like a one-two hit weapon, which is it, good. it does. It does seem really cool. But uh, we got uh, a total number of stages at launch. There'll be twelve stages at launch. Is that a lot? Uh, it's been so long since I played Splatoon two. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, regardless of it, like it is or not, they are. It, it does seem like a lot. Uh, there will be more in updates in the future. They they revealed so. Uh, Three. Start with tw start with twelve, and there will be continuously more being added. Uh, they talked about special weapons. Uh, these are your big ultimate moves that are part of each different loadout. Splatoon is interesting in, in sort of a shooter sense because you don't get to pick every single part of your loadout separately. It's kind of a package deal, right? Yeah, so, I, I noticed that too. 
so like one package will be a sniper rifle a sort of like curling bomb uh grenade and like the tenta missile special attack uh and that's like you can't change any of that that's just set in stone you know like that is the loadout that you have to use um so it's it's a little interesting but it does force you to sort of like either make compromises or just pick the best combination that you uh, can work with. So I was about to say I kind of like it. I kind of yeah, like it's that. an interesting system. Uh, I never I never really had any problem with it because there's so many loadouts to pick from. You're sure to find the one thing that's most optimal for you. Uh, so, but yeah, a special weapon and a uh, a primary weapon are sort of linked together as well as the tactical uh, ability grenade, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but they talked about new special weapons. Uh, one was the Tacticooler, which is you put down this sort of, like, Team Fortress 2, co- <laughs> like, engineer construct yes. that gives out... Um, pops, buff, out a four, like, pops out a four-pack. Yeah, right? It, it pops out some some cold ones that you crack open with the boys. Well, the boys, uh, yep. <laughs> and, and they give you buffs uh, in the match, which is really cool. I like that support. That's a cool support That's uh, awesome. sort of ability. Um, Wave Breaker. So that is this sort of construct that you put down, and it releases these small waves in like a sonar sort of pulse out from it that if it hits an enemy it will mark their location so you can track them through walls and things but it doesn't kill them right it does damage so if you're low enough it will kill you it doesn't seem to do a lot of damage it seems more like utility than damage but uh that's there as well uh and then they also did the reef slider which is a sort of like big inflatable shark that you pull out and jet forward a small distance before it explodes uh anything around it in a big radius so uh that also looks cool there were a lot of weapon special weapons that they said returned from splatoon 2 that i didn't even know existed like the freaking dragon ball z spirit bomb attack yeah i was like what the heck is this it looks broken uh the crab tank that you walk around in and can roll into a ball there's one that you like grapple around with like these ink spider-man webs which looks really cool. cool yeah a lot of cool, a lot of cool special weapons to choose. Well, the from. cool thing that I noticed too, as far as gameplay goes, is like jumping into the walls and shooting up. That's a new thing. Yes, that is a new thing where you sort of have, if you're on a wall, you can do a tiny little boost if you have that skill. It's a skill that you have to equip, but if you have that, uh, you can sort of uh, burst up, like in a burst dash, sort of up the wall to sort of catch your opponents off guard, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, that for the gear, the same system sort of applies. You can put skills on different gear that you can kind of choose i think they come with random skills but you can expend a certain currency to change them to your liking etc there's a new loadout system which is really cool i don't think they had that in splatoon 2 where you can just register a loadout and immediately switch to it Uh, as a monster hunter kid definitely appreciate that addition um the weapon buying system is a little different so for you you don't use general currency to buy weapons anymore. You use a special sort of ticket for the uh, shop that you're going into, Sheldon's shop. And uh, a new feature is that if you or you get more of these tickets by using the same category of weapon consistently over time. So if you use like the splatter shot, you know multiple times, you'll get more uh, of these tickets as you continue to just use stick with that weapon essentially. And I think you can you can still like change them, but it will take longer to, yep. you know, build up that sort of currency meter. I guess uh, it was you know the wording is 
purposely a little more vague in this trailer so we don't know everything but that seems to be how it works but a cool thing is that if you use a certain weapon you know more like consistently more often uh you will be able to because as you level up like certain weapon loadouts are locked to certain levels but if you keep using a certain weapon type consistently sheldon will allow you to buy a weapon that is above your level cap before you reach that level if you really want it which is really cool i like that a lot um especially because if it's something that like definitely jives with you more or it's something that you desperately want to try out you don't need to wait to level up if you have that sort of weapon currency built up enough so I, i i like that uh new system a lot Next up, we saw some new and improved multiplayer and invite systems for uh, friends. Uh, the the lobby system looks a lot more... Yes, for the boys. The lobby system looks a lot more refined in this game. Uh, you see, you can see like a little holograms of your friends' care avatars uh, in the lobby, and you can invite them from there. You can all... Uh, something really good is that you can go into the firing range while you're waiting for a match, which I don't think was in Splatoon 2. Uh, but that's really nice. You get to practice a little bit while you're waiting. Uh, and your friends can be in there too. I think you can invite people you meet online, like your team members, to further games, kind of like a Call of Duty system or like an Xbox Live. So just, just invite them if you like them, you know, sort of thing. So uh, that's really cool. I think less complicated than Splatoon 2's, uh, if I remember correctly. But regardless of if it was or not, uh, it looks good in this game. Looks smooth. Looks looks crisp. So I'm glad that they added that. Uh, we have a replay mode, which is interesting. We haven't seen a replay mode in a shooter for a while. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, been a while. I, that took me back to like Black Ops, the Black Ops Two days. Oh God! Uh, no, I, now I don't, don't want to go back there. Now I don't know if you can like change the camera angle. It doesn't look like you can like free cam around while the match is happening but you can change perspectives from different players' points of view while you're watching. So, That's pretty you know, cool. For all, for all you esports boys, you have some film that you can review uh, after each of your matches. And apparently you can upload your replays, like a Smash like a smash replay, uh, to some sort of system. I don't know exactly if it's going to be like an in-game social media sort of thing or if it's going to be actual social media. Who knows? But you can apparently upload your upload your replays somewhere if you want. That's to. gonna be our claim to fame. We're gonna do we're gonna do Splatoon, Splatoon montages. Splatoon Splatoon three montages and film analysis on on certain players and matches. That's gonna be our. That's how we're gonna get. That's how we're gonna get big. We'll be we'll be brought on for by Nintendo to be like announcers. To be, yeah, uh, we're gonna be at the Treehouse live. It's gonna be oh, us, dude. Can you can you imagine us at a Treehouse? What's going on, gamers? Uh, we're at the Treehouse Live. Uh, my name is Tyler. Joined as always by my co-host, co-host Colin. Colin. We're, we're playing Splatoon Four. Oh my god, that's a dream. Tweet that out at Nintendo, everybody. We're playing Splatoon if, if Four. Really uh, Splat Attack. Splat Attack. All right. You know, pipe dreams aside, uh, we have a new system called Lockers, which looks really cool. Uh, I, basically, I mean, like. It's your it's own just, little space that you can decorate how you want, put different props and pictures and stickers in. You can put your non-tangible digital items in this locker. This is true. It's small, but I think it looks Tiny cool. locker. It's a high school it, locker. It is a tiny locker, but I think there are there seem to be different sizes of them, so maybe that's something that you can upgrade uh, as you go on. It doesn't seem to serve much of a, like a gameplay purpose rather than just being sort of a way to express yourself so that other people can see you. 
because uh, these these lockers will show up in other people's games as well. So clearly, French high schools did not have big lockers. Obviously, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think it's cool. Uh, my brother also seems to think it's really a creative idea. So uh, I'm down to. See, I'm sure people get really creative with it. So I'm down to see that. Um, I'm gonna put a link these... to a. I'm gonna put a link to a ROM hack of a Nintendo game and see if they spam my locker. And <laughs> just like etch it on with like a knife on the side of your locker. www backslash https colon backslash that's right. That's great. I'm sure that they have some things in place to stop heathens like you from doing such things. Writing it, writing in Sharpie on the inside of like my a, locker. Like you're carving like a QR code. Exactly, yeah, like scan this. But uh, with these new lockers comes a lot of new customization options, not just for the lockers themselves, like stickers and different items you can put in there, but also uh, banners and titles, sort of like a Rocket League sort of thing, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, oh Christ, emotes. Uh-huh. Uh they seem it, there's a possibility that they're only like victory poses so it's just like what your inkling does when you win a match uh but there is also a possibility that they go full fortnite allow you to do them in the middle of matches which would be horrifying <laughs> oh my god I, I i'm keeping the receipt just in case that's a thing <laughs> so i'm, so, we'll I'm see sorry how... <laughs> splatters i'm turning the game in i can't handle this yeah we'll see what comes of that uh doesn't I highly doubt there will be like microtransactions for this stuff. I think you'll all be able to you'll be able to buy this from in-game currency stuff. Oh so I God, wouldn't worry please, about just that. Day one, do you want the best weapon in the game? Give us twenty five dollars. I'll do it. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> uh, just gonna mow people down my first ever match. Did learn that if you have save data from Splatoon two on your Switch, you get to you have some uh, rewards in Splatoon three. God, some pretty pretty sizable rewards too like you get three like gold weapon tickets that you can buy any weapon regardless of your level which is crazy well, i'm playing uh, I'm gonna buy splatoon 2 and also if you have save data from splatoon 2 your competitive rank will be close to or exactly whatever competitive rank you were at in splatoon 2 is there is there um rank matchmaking Yes, there okay, is uh, skill bait. I'll, I'll, sk- I'll, be, I'll be in the noob level. <laughs> well, so will I. I don't have any save data on my Switch. Oh, let's go. Too. We're going to dominate the noob level. We start from the bottom. We don't need charity. We oh, got we're, this. Oh, what you, oh, we're, gonna, we're never going to leave the noob level. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just terrorize people who come in. <laughs> we'll start tanking on purpose if we get close to Tank leave. our rank. Yeah, that's a, of course. Hashtag totally intentional. Rank. It's not like we just aren't skilled enough to rise the ranks or something. No, I'm, I'm dead serious. For one match away, I'm I'm throwing it. I'm gonna Jesus get the spl- I'm gonna get the splatana and just run circles. Moving on, uh, to the intermission announcement because there's an intermission in this. Uh, yeah, what the thing? Uh, <laughs> there's a, a card game. We have a Splatoon card game, an in-game mini game. Splatoon Gwent. Uh, it's called Table Turf Battle, and it's essentially. Uh, a miniaturized and simplified version of uh, what Turf Wars are. So what it seems to be is there are different cards that correspond. It's like a grid pattern. Think like Tetris pieces, but some are more like crazy shapes. Uh, And you can play these cards on your turn. And the goal is to have more tiles covered in your color, I think, than your opponent's. and Adds I'm up. sure there are, like, special moves and attacks based on certain blocks that you hit. There are different grids 
sort of maps, if you will. Uh, it's interesting. So I'm sure, honestly, it would not surprise me if this is like really deep and people get crazy into it and there's a whole esports section devoted to just this card game within <laughs> this game. Uh, so I'm interested to see how that turns out. Uh, kind of reminds me of uh, maybe back when will, I played... Maybe that'll be our claim to fame. We yeah, table turf, table turf, table turf battle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, this will take me back in Skylanders. All a long time ago, when I was younger, there was a game in one of the. I think it was Giants is when it started. There was like a a, a card game within the game, uh, and I got super into that. I really loved like challenging all the all the different decks that other NPCs had. So uh, this kind of reminds me of that. So I'm down to try it out. I'm down to see what it has to offer because i think it looks interesting but there wasn't a lot of info on that so they moved straight along to the best mode in splatoon uh salmon run uh the probably the best version of call of duty zombies we have these days including uh, call of duty zombies including call of duty zombies yes but salmon they we have some new information on uh our good old salmon run so uh, specifically, they revealed new boss salmonids. So these are the salmonids that come in, uh, and, you know, these are the things that you need to defeat in order to get the golden eggs to fill your quota for a round. So, uh, is what? His is, is his name coming up? <laughs> in a second. The first one is the Slammonlid. Uh, horse. one which is horse. the ufo enemy most of these salmonids are based on or these salmonid bosses rather are based on special weapons uh in multiplayer so i don't remember exactly what this one is but this one like sort of creates a shield f for salmonids and also can slam down on the ground with his like metal plating and that is when your inkling can jump on top and kill the pilot and and get the eggs now colby's favorite we got big shot oh my god big shot <laughs> big shot he is a unit i don't Massive know how lad. i have no idea how we're taking this guy down i mean first of all in the in the wife beater like how are we gonna how are we gonna take that guy down the intimidation factor is off the charts already this, with this that. is like pop if this is like if popeye did a lot of drugs and was a fish this would be this would be him <laughs> I big shot is just gonna, you know, they set you up small. They you know take down this UFO, kill the pilot, you know, yeah. and then just immediately you no know, take a big shot. You just got no chance. He seems to be a sort of salmon that sets up this like, almost like a tennis ball machine, on the outskirts of the map. He's interesting. He's like, a, he's like a heavy artillery, right? So he stays on the outskirts and fires these mortar shots, uh, towards your team, and you know you kind of gotta get out to the outskirts to take him down. It looks like you have to take him and his machine down separately, uh, but we did not get to see him be taken out completely. So we don't know the exact strategy, but that seems to be the general sort of gist of Big Shot. Uh, and then after that, we got... I think we saw this in one of the earlier trailers, just this giant like kaiju-level salmonid. Uh, that comes onto the map. And they're, apparently they're called King Salmonids. And there are multiple types, but we only got to see one uh, this time. And they apparently have a chance to appear right before you complete a job. So, you know, you're on the final round. You beat your quota. Uh, Grizz is like, all right, get in the chopper. Let's get out of here. Uh, but right before that, we get like a, 
like a Smash 4, like, Mega Man reveal warning sign, and then this giant monster stomps onto the field, and you get the special weapon where you can launch golden eggs at it and do what the trailer says is a lot of damage. It was nothing. No. <laughs> there was, like, a sliver of damage. I'm like, holy shit, are you even meant to kill this thing? Do some massive damage. Take down 2% of his HP. Yeah, not even that. Like it, no, I was like, okay, it does seem it seems like you're not supposed to kill him. Like it, it seems like just do as much damage as you can. And you'll be rewarded based on how much damage you do. Uh, but I'm sure that's, there is a way to kill him. That's the vibe I got too. It's like you're not supposed to kill this guy. Yeah, I assume there is a way to kill him if you're super good or under certain conditions. But we'll have to wait until the game comes out to to see that. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll kill him first and put it on YouTube. But yeah, they have a time limit to them as well, so that makes it even harder. Uh, but yeah, and then the last thing that we got for Salmon Run is an event called Big Run, uh, and essentially it seems like a a sort of end of season event. Like if we're to split Splatoon into seasons, which they seem to be doing, uh, sort of like every two months or so. Uh, this seems to be an end of season event where the Salmonids will invade. A multiplayer map, and you have to play on that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the seasons thing. Uh, we're like in season five or six of oh, Battle yeah. League already. <laughs> That's how long that game's been out, like five or six weeks. So, like, but when Splatoon three comes out, we might already be in like season four. You're right with the way that things are going, but All, every game's doing seasons. Every game is doing. I mean, hey, hey, we are too. So, who are we? They to got judge? it from us. Yeah, they got it. The concept of seasons we came up with. I think so. Like everyone's <laughs> doing it. I I don't think Battle League and I don't think Fortnite and I don't think Splatoon three they didn't do seasons before we were around. Like let's really think about this here. Uh, I we got to trademark this. This is why you're the brains of the podcast. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. You're you're on top of these things. Yeah. Call of Duty wasn't doing seasons where we were like we were to the party first. We're trailblazers, truly. We're hosting the party like they're at our house. Moving swiftly along, <laughs> uh, after the salmon stuff, uh, we got some some campaign looks. Uh, uh, just like in Splatoon Two, uh, you hop in a manhole with an old man in it, and you get transported <laughs> to <laughs> to the world of the Octarian, as one does. As one does. You get transported to the world of the Octarians, which are the Inklings' arch enemies. Uh, now, the thing is, we didn't really get a whole lot that we didn't see before. Some looks at stages, some looks at characters, etc. But the voiceover said that the protagonist of Splatoon 2, or sorry, 3, is Agent 3. Agent 3. Like they, they take on the role of Agent 3. Which is interesting in lore because Agent 3 was the protagonist of Splatoon 1. And then they made their return in Splatoon 2's Octo expansion. So now it looks like uh, Agent 3 took over for Captain Cuttlefish as the head of this sort of whole resistance operation. So maybe they just passed the mantle of Agent 3 onto this new person. So... Uh, interesting Splatoon lore we got uh, I'll say going Agent, on here. Agent 3 is just a title at this point. Yeah, because we do have Agent 4, which is Splatoon 2's protagonist, and Agent 8, which is the Octo Expansion's protagonist. 
So they could be kicking around too. So I'm interesting to see because it's obviously they're not afraid to bring them back. They even did like a whole red thing where you fight Agent Three in the Octo expansion. So uh, I'm interested to see if they bring those other two protagonists in as well because I think that'd be really cool. That would be but, cool. Yeah. So not a whole lot of campaign info, uh, which I'm down for. I'm down to uh, for some surprises, but I, I definitely thought they would go a bit more in depth on it. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, so after that, we got a, f- uh, introduction of a photo mode. So obviously, uh, most games now have some sort of like photo mode so that you can share your stuff on social media. So, uh, that's, Gosh, that's interesting. Shit. What? What's up? Fortnite season one was in 2017. Fuck. Yeah. I... <laughs> oh, geez. Really? Have we been doing while, this man? for that? Man, we've been doing it. We've been doing this for a while. We're old. It's 2019. Uh, when did Fortnite come out? <laughs> I don't remember. No, Fortnite's in the news for some crazy shit they're doing. But yeah, yeah they they just released uh, a dragon. There, there's gonna be a Dragon Ball crossover now. Goku's gonna Pe- be fucking he- packing the heat. People are very torn on this, dude. Who cares? Like, I, I say go go as crazy as you want. Get as many crossovers as you can in this game. I think I, I say, think you are be- on the, you are on the team of like I want Darth Vader fighting like. Aragorn from Lord yeah, of the Rings. I want, like, I, want... <laughs> I want Vegeta holding a desert eagle and Fortnite dancing on top Shooting of Peter Luke, Griffin. On top of Luke Skywalker's of, of Rick from Rick and Morty's corpse. Uh I that's what I want out of this game. I don't play it, but I want to see it happen. <laughs> I want Peter Griffin with Thanos in a chill cold as he's weird. I want Master Chief shotgun. I want Master Chief in a shootout with Goku and Rick. That's what I want to see. Yeah, you, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get I, it. I know it's great. This is the one it, game where you get what you wish for. What a time to be alive! But anyway, that's not the game we're talking about right now. Moving on. <laughs> this is Splatoon three. This is Splatoon three. Maybe we'll uh, get that with Splatoon three. Maybe we'll crossovers. Get, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get like Jar Jar Binks fighting Agent three. I'm sure in the Splat Fests we might get some some stuff because they do do crossover stuff for the Splat Fest, I believe uh ryan and ryan and i were joking about like oh what if they do like a three houses like a three-way splat fest oh my god please we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here but back to the the notes uh there's a there's a recon mode where basically you can go around and you can fuck around in the maps by yourself uh which is really cool for like testing out like routes and stuff sort of just getting a feel of the map uh so i like that <laughs> i just wrote in my notes you can fucking dab <laughs> Uh, which is one of the emotes in this game. I think that's all you need to say about that. Yeah, so continuing on. uh, We got some stuff for the future, so new weapons will be added in future updates, and a big-ass expansion akin to the Octo expansion will be coming uh, for this game as well uh, in the next two years. So how do you feel about them announcing a DLC before the game even comes out? Every game's doing it now. Yeah, now you see... Just because you announce the DLC doesn't mean that you still don't have to work on it. It's not like they're done with the DLC already and they're I'm waiting. Not, I'm not saying that, like, them announcing it is them saying, like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, it should just be in the base game. Because obviously you can't make a game that big, like, that massive. But, like, you're not going to let people enjoy, like, the base game first? You're just going to have them look forward to something new already? I think it's more of, like, I think people... There is a growing population of gamers who want to feel 
like their game is going to be supported and, and to have that confirmation right? i get that with splatoon because splatoon is like famously not supported by the big corporate nintendo Shout i don't know this spot splatfest went on for a long time them but and smash it's... i feel like we're always like victims of uh events and stuff like that yeah i mean i think that there was a it was a perfectly fine time frame for that it seems like the nintendo service bot like games as a service model seems to be release the game support it for two years and then start working on the next one that seems to be what's what's going on so or maybe complete the game work on the dlc and then work on the then before the dlc's even out work on the second game or the next game or whatever I mean, hey, we'll never know what happens beyond the curtain, but uh, I feel like I've been saying that in, like, every episode recently. But... Oh, we'll find out. We'll, we'll get invited to Nintendo headquarters. Oh, yeah, we, we will know, obviously. Yeah, we'll ride the roller we'll, coasters. We'll... <laughs> at, we'll ride the Nintendo Land roller coasters with Miyamoto and ask all the hard-hitting questions. Uh-huh. But, yeah, they, uh, on, in the sort of tease for the, you know, DLC, they had uh, Pearl and Marina, which were the sort of, you know, big pop, sort of in-game pop icons of Splatoon 2. So, presumably, they will be returning in the big-ass expansion that is being planned. So, before... And, and that is where they gave us a little bit of a... of a, you know, hook, line, and sinker, where they are like, oh, that's their last announcement, or is it? And then they continued on announcing things. I feel like they could have uh, just... Uh, not all you gotta done do is that. Check, just check the time of the just, video, and you're just like, oh, they got more. I mean, time. I watched it live, so I didn't know. Oh, uh, I did but... not. So when they said that, I'm like, Haha, can't fool me. They revealed the new, uh, you know, the, the third generation of this of these pop star sort of mascot ish sort of things for, for Splatoon. Was this the one doing uh, the Macarena? No, that was just a random uh, emote <laughs> oh, from a random better. inkling, I believe. Yeah, they added the Macarena in this game as well. So My, really, the Macarena survived the apocalypse. Thank God. I, I cannot believe it. But yeah, the new sort of pop icons of Splatoon 3 is a group called Deep Cut. Uh, and I believe it was Fry, Shiver, or was it Fire and Shiver? I don't remember. One of those two. Uh shiver and big man oh uh, yeah so we got two inkling what's, what's one of the octoling? i don't remember but big man is just this big ass manta ray who just speaks in a but then it has like one single a from him like a y and then there's a two lines of parenthesis dialogue for translation apparently so uh, I love him. I'm glad he's here. It's the best oh, feature of the game so big far. Big man and big shot. Oh my god, the the hosses are taking over Splatoon. 3. I was about to say the the, the big men are, are the here in Splatoon. This is the 3. big men's game. That's right. But along with the reveal of these three new, you know, mascots, uh, we have the confirmation of return of the return of Splatfests. Obviously, one of the most uh, beloved features of. Uh, the previous Splatoon games, so obviously it was coming back, but there's a twist now. All of these Splatfests will be three-way Splatfests instead, instead of uh, two teams, so instead of choosing between two, you choose between three, since there are now three hosts of this sort of, you know, newsreel uh, sort of thing that happens in Splatoon. The Black Eagles, the Blue Lions, and the Golden Deer. <laughs> and the Golden Deer. <laughs> I mean, it's perfect now. Like, they definitely should do a Three Houses crossover. Oh, they have no excuse. But they are doing 
a pre-release uh, Splatfest. So it looks like there's going to be sort of a demo thing of the game before the game releases. I hope I, and... get pl- I, hope I beat Xenoblade in time. God, I'm excited. <laughs> uh, the 27th of this month is when it's is when it's coming out apparently <sighs> sorry won't make it and Busy the splat chronicles <laughs> the splat fest theme is rock paper or scissors hmm. when you said rock i was gonna say like oh my god we're in a rock and roll but nope so eh. i i'm personally in the scissors category that's kind of my go-to whenever i i play a good old game of of oh rps god, debate <laughs> It's not a. De- it is funny because they made the three hosts debate about it, as they normally do with the other Splatfest. But you know, also it's because Big Man is supporting the Scissor team. So oh, I'm a, I'm on Scissors on board with Scissors. I thought I thought sure Big Man would be Team Rock. No, no, I think Shivers Actually, Rock. I'm gonna take Rock because by virtue I also get the Rock, and having him on my team is see. I'm down for that because Rock is like the lazy man's choice. Like you don't even have to like do anything with your, you you just keep your hand the same. It's, you know, it's just it's the meathead's choice. It's it's me, practical. So. It's practical. Yeah, and no one, you know, you kind of get in your opponent's heads. Like there's no way he would just go for Rock, right? But then there's you no, go for Rock. There's no way he's keeping his fist the same exact shape as he is right now. Oh, and then you just blow their mind. You just do it, yeah. And they put and they put up their two fingers like this, and you're just like, oh, I have a Rock. Then, oh, idiot! <laughs> they do the classic. Boom! Just bang the rock. Yes, on their and then scissors. yeah, I was about to say it's a satisfying maneuver where you just bring your hand down. It's good. That's, that's that should be how. What's the most satisfying one? Paper covering rock, rock smashing scissors, or scissors cutting paper? Or scissor cut? I mean, that can probably factor into this debate anyway, since you know. Um, I'd probably say just just the power you feel with with the rock crushing the scissors. I I do think that. <laughs> I'm gonna break your pointer finger now. <laughs> you, you you lost you're gonna fucking sit in your in the bed that you, you should, made for yourself you, you should have been smarter yeah should have been quicker than that but yeah for the three-way turf wars so they're doing it a little differently so the first half of the splat fest is going to be regular turf wars trying to build up your team's uh you know points but in the second half you now have three-way turf wars which is a new concept for for the series so the map so basically, bigger. I'm not. It doesn't seem like it, but the way that the teams are divided up, right? So the, I think I, I think this is how it went. The leading team, the team leading in points, will be start. Will start in the middle. Will spawn in the middle of the map, and then one team will spawn, or like one of the two remaining teams will spawn on one end, and the other on the final end. For the leading team, the leading team will have four players, and each of the other two teams will have two players. So, I feel like the leading team does have a pretty sizable advantage if they have four people working together against these two, like, guerrilla groups trying to come in on them. For sure. But there is, I think, there's some sort of signal in the center of the map where, depending on what team controls that, I think they that adds, like, extra points to your total etc they weren't completely clear on it but there's like the sort of objective in the middle of the map that you want to try and claim for your team um uh, very interesting uh i also love how one of the colors of the ink in these three-way turf wars is red like they're not even bothering they're like yeah it's blood whatever uh, we know it's not blood 
I think that was the no. They did do catch up once because uh, it was like catch up versus Mayo in Splatoon two, and they did make the ink red for that. So for a yeah, long right. time, it was people like they're not going to do red ink because it's going to look like blood. But then they did it, and they're like, oh, okay, never mind. No one cares anymore. <laughs> yeah, you you think red and white would be off limits, but they've done both of those you, things before. Yeah, you you definitely would, but they haven't done them before. <laughs> they don't care. So like, yeah, we, we know we know what this means. Just have fun we with it. know. Shut up and turf war. <laughs> Just <laughs> now fight. Now fight. So yeah, and after that, uh, they announced the Splatoon three Invitational at PAX West. Uh, which we'll will be, be interesting. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely be there. This is our <laughs> announcement. We're going to PAX West. We're going to PAX West, guys. We'll see you there. Yeah, freaking twenty four hour plane ride. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah, that. That's Splatoon three. That that's the, that's finally the end of all the information that they revealed. Are you more excited, less excited, or the same? Uh, I'm definitely more excited. I, again, like Splatoon. We we talked about this last episode. Splatoon three is definitely the safe man's choice for what game is probably going to be the most high quality of Nintendo this year. Uh, between that and Bayonetta and Pokemon, it's probably going to so, sell the best too of all the ones that come out this year. Well, until Pokemon, but I was about to say Pokemon just kind of it's just kind of a free something. ticket kind of something at this point like the, it, it the, better, is, que- yeah. the better question is is pokemon scarlet Violet going to beat out sword and shield that is a good question that is a really good question i think it is I, it has no reason not to it's true i i think it probably is although <laughs> nah, we won't talk about pokemon there am i yeah not today this week yeah another day we'll talk about it yeah i'm but, excited too yeah. i'm looking for i'm really looking forward to this game uh been a while since i've been on the shooter train i'm still i'm still interested like what 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 makes you want to try splatoon now like i don't think you've ever told me like what's really drawn you to this to the series now i think it's the right place right time kind of thing like it's a different kind of game that i've played like i heavy jrpg guy i could use a little bit of a break from that and you know i you don't play you don't play cart with me anymore so i need something to, to play to play with you and this seems to be something that is going to only strengthen our bond, unlike Mario Kart, which severely set it back miles. <laughs> Many years of progress were lost Many that day. Many years of progress just crumpled up and thrown away. I mean, you know, there is a game that you could get to play with me, you know. That, I'm out. Sorry, I'm not. <laughs> uh, we'll what what did you think when we got to the... When we got to that section in the collab episode we were talking about how we got our friends in a monster hunter and i said i couldn't oh my god you threw me to the fire immediately you're like <laughs> colby specifically and i'm like you fucker <laughs> i, I definitely thought the maximilian dude card would get you but i'd it, seen it him play it like i just i do i played the demo like people forget i played the demo before this game came out it just didn't grab me i wasn't into it <sighs> one day don't worry you have you have a lot of years left you'll You'll, you'll come over. You have a lot of years left to live. I have a lot of time. <laughs> I have a lot of time. I am a patient man. Whatever. All right. That was Splatoon 3. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> Whatever. That was Splat. <laughs> Look forward to Big Shot and my boy Disc. Yep. Big Shot, Big Man, Big Rush, Big Run. Sorry. A lot of, a lot of bigs. This game's going to be big. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's it, right? That, that's all we got, I think. That's all we need. That's all we need. Shorter episode. It's, 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 it's sometimes it's better this way. 
Sometimes. Been, we've yeah. recorded for an hour and nine minutes. I've been yawning for an hour and nine minutes. My, my coffee wore off significantly. Uh, sorry, I've, sorry, I'm not exciting enough to keep you engaged. No, 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 you, you it's not your fault. It's, <laughs> the, the cold brew let me down. This is why, here's, here's your Tyler tip of the day, everybody. Don't drink coffee, ever. Don't do it. If you're not a coffee drinker, do not get into it, because you, you're going to be dependent on it for the rest of your here's life. Here's Colby's tip of the day. Never stop. <laughs> the, the ninth cup tastes just as good as the first. <laughs> Constant ingestion is required. Drinking iced coffee from the months of October to March proves you're an alpha. So just do it. (laughs) Never stop. Inject it straight into your veins for the first serving. And then enjoy cup version, second through infinite serving. Per day. (laughs) If you have anxiety, coffee makes it worse. Do not... Just just be be cognizant of your caffeine... injection nope don't B- big stop. coffee is going to take over your life don't let don't let the don't let the man win i i couldn't disagree more i i, <laughs> I can't I'm, I'm twitching just thinking about not well, drinking coffee yeah that's the problem it's too late <laughs> it's too you see this man it's too late for him don't end up like him I'm telling you guys, the 11th cup tastes so much better than the first. It, it <laughs> just gets get, better every you time. Gotta, you just got to get there. Yeah. You, get, only, you just got to see for yourself. Oh, my God. I will never drink coffee, I don't think. I think it's disgusting. I'd, I'll, I'd propose a trade, but I don't a really trade. want to hold- Oh, you want, oh you're gonna you're gonna leverage you're gonna play monster if I drink coffee, aren't you? Yeah, but I'm like I don't I'm not sure if I want to hold up my end of the deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucker. And I know you don't want to hold up yours, so we can. That's twice. Now. I just think it's I just think it smells horrible. Like people love the smell of coffee. I think they're nuts. That it tastes That's... it it smells bad. Oh my god, dude! You you could not be more incorrect. <laughs> For someone as smart as you, you could not be more wrong. <laughs> No wonder you're taking another semester. You're just gonna get coffee one oh one before you Oh, alright. Okay. Fuck. They're gonna they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna send they're gonna send you the agriculture area and they're gonna be like, Tyler, grow coffee beans for fifteen weeks. I would drop out. <laughs> Absolutely not. Couldn't do it. <laughs> I, I would not want to contribute that poison to society more. Dude, that's, that's, I would that's com- all. If that was my class, I would commute from where I live <laughs> right now to Penn State every day. Uh huh. Right. I would do it. I would I would drive sixteen hours, go to class for one. Sleep for five. Repeat. Well, luckily it's not a class, and I will never take it because it's not <sighs> my major. <laughs> That's disgraceful. I. I feel like we could have an whole episode talking about this. Well, let's Wait. wrap this up. I need. I need yeah. my twelfth cup. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Switch It Up podcast. Uh, if you still are listening the full way through, thank you. You're a secret audience, and we really appreciate you listening to our rambling all the way until the very end. The gold, the golden wildfire review is on its way. Um, <laughs> Alex, we, we picked a really bad time to record, given Alex is literally moving from house to house. Yeah. And I just got Wi-Fi the other day, so hopefully he'll send me over the audio. I'll chop it up, and then we'll have it out whenever. And, yeah. But, that's kind of just that's kind of like in the in the chamber right now. In the works, yeah. But this this will come out before that. Well, if you wanna know the best way to support us, uh, besides sending Colby copious amounts of coffee in the mail, uh, no, that's uh, fine. That that's fine. <laughs> no, that. Sorry, the, the algorithm is on its own. Uh huh. 
Well, if you want to, you know, push the algorithm in our favor, 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 uh, please uh, leave a rating and review on uh, Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify because you can rate things on Spotify now. I don't think that was always there, but I was looking through my shows and I saw the star rating. So rate us on there too. You know? Yeah, go let, for it. Let, let us know what you think of the show. And uh, yep, tell your friends, spread the word if you think they'd find us entertaining in any sense. You know, just, just send them over. And, you know, if you send them over to the last episode, maybe I'll have to change my profile picture to Mr. Gamer. I made uh, that in a Dunkin' Donuts drive through like, He's going to hate this. And, like, literally as soon as I hit send, <laughs> Tyler was right there ready to respond. He knew it was coming. Yeah, I my my senses were tingling. I'm like, Colby's going to send me some dumb shit. And then, you know, through the ether of you're the internet, always became... You're always first why I said dumb shit. I don't know how you do it. It literally is a sixth sense for you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, when I'm, I'm like, like, there's an electricity in the air. I'm like, I can feel the fucking airwaves <laughs> changing. Something's wrong. He's going straight to the. Discord. It's like when Terminal Montage posts. I'm like, there's just I something is is off. Something's not correct. <laughs> Something isn't right. Uh, yeah, I'm on the um, I'm on the switched up too. There's ratings on this. Look at that. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Near did I? I'm gonna give it five stars. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stack our own reviews. P- Listen, if we pillars of integrity and honesty here and switch it up. If, folks. if we don't do it, no one will. We got to get the ball rolling somehow. That's right. But uh, yeah, one last thank you uh, to you guys uh, for listening all the way through. If, of course, you are free to interact with us on our social medias, which will also be in the description down below, Twitter, Instagram, all that. And yeah, uh, thank you guys one more time. Colby, any final words before we send the, the people on their way? Uh, check out the collab with Eric that Tyler did on Monster Hunter Rise. Sun, Sunbreak. Check that Sunbreak. Out. It'll yep, be yep, yep. in the it'll be in the description below. Alright, well. Shout out completed. Guys, we will see you, hopefully, on the next one. Have a good one, gamers.